Alberta is proposing new rules. Basically, what they're talking about doing, it's Bill 15, and basically what it would do is um, no longer let the Alberta Teachers Association be in charge of disciplining teachers in the province of Alberta. Instead, it would be dealt with by um, an arm's-length commissioner. So, So it removes it from the union, Um, representing teachers who have been handling it up until now and puts it in the hands of an independent commissioner. Um, Why do we need to make this change? Let's find out. We're going to chat now with um, Government of Alberta Education Minister Adriana LaGrange. Uh, Minister LaGrange, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure, Shane. Let's just get some of the details on this bill and define define exactly what it talks about doing. Um, First of all, this commissioner. Who, Who is the commissioner? How will they be selected? Right. The commissioner role uh, will be uh, selected through a um, um, an RFP process, an independent process. They will apply as anyone can apply for any government position. Um, this position then will be approved uh, by a cabinet. Uh, the skill set that we're looking for is very much similar to what uh, British Columbia has for their commissioner uh, for teacher discipline. And their commissioner, um, his skill set is he was a former ombudsman. He he was a um, uh, has an extensive uh, legal background and just very highly ethical, highly skilled individual. Those are the type of um, characteristics we're looking for. Uh, just to draw that contrast out a little further, you mentioned British Columbia and the situation that they have. Um, is Alberta really the only jurisdiction right now where discipline is left up to the Teachers Association? Does everybody else have an independent commissioner set up like the one you're proposing? Uh, they have varying uh, arm's length approaches, um, but uh, Alberta is the only Canadian province where the teachers union does have the sole responsibility set out in legislation to deal with discipline for their active members uh, with no other alternative. That is true of Alberta and it is not true of any other province in Canada. Nor is it true of other professions when we look at the nursing profession or pharmacists or other professions. They also have arm's length approaches um, others, other than the union dealing with disciplinary matters. Now we've had this system for I believe more than 80 years in the province of Alberta. Why do we need to make a change? I mean, is there a problem? Why, why are you proposing this needs to be done? Well, other ministers in the past have proposed it as well, um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get into those details, but uh, certainly what I've seen uh, since I took office is that there are uh, perceived biases, there are gaps that need to be addressed. We really want, um, we currently have two uh, disciplinary systems that function in Alberta, one for those teachers that belong under the Alberta Teachers Association, and then there's another uh, under the registry of for those teachers that are non-union members, non-ATA members, such as uh, teachers in charter schools, independent schools, First Nations schools, ECSs. So what we're really looking to do is to create one discipline process that is the best for students, their families, the public interest, and the teaching profession as a whole. Uh, so, uh, you know, really looking at um, ensuring that we're, we're modernizing it, that we're not outliers in um, Canada, when we look at the teaching profession or other professions and making sure that uh, we have a system that parents and the public can have confidence in. Just so I'm clear, when you're talking about bias, are you saying that teachers are being given um, or the Teachers Association is being lenient on teachers because of the fact that they represent them? I mean, are you saying that an independent commissioner would be... um, 
more reliable to mete out discipline appropriately? Are you saying that the ATA is showing bias and not doing the job uh, appropriately? I'm saying that uh, what I have seen is that uh, for the vast majority of teachers in this province, they're amazing, caring individuals that have the best interest of students at heart. That is um, by far the vast majority of teachers. But when there is these difficult situations of unprofessional conduct or teacher incompetence, then we need a system that really is responsive and that the public can have confidence in that there is no perceived uh, or implied bias in the system and that uh, we do have um, an arm's length approach. And when we did look at, uh, when I brought in Bill uh, 85 last fall and it passed, uh, we had indicated at that time, I indicated at that time, that we were really looking to further improve the system. So what I brought in in the fall was an expedited process. So if someone is, a teacher is criminally convicted of a serious uh, crime that would harm children, then they do not have to go through a whole long hearing process as well, which typically happens now. They go through a criminal hearing, then they have to go through an ATA hearing. That will no longer be in place. We're, we're going to have an online registry where every teacher, teacher leader um, who is in this province who is certificated will be on the list. And if their certification is removed for um, or suspended or cancelled, they will then, a parent or any public member can go onto that public-facing registry and see why their registry or their certification was cancelled. Uh, we've also mandated uh, criminal and vulnerable sector checks. This, this is mandated now for teachers starting in September and for every five years after while they're in their employed in the teaching profession, and we've streamlined other structures. So this is just a, a further continuation of improving the overall disciplinary system, again, to um, ensure that parents and students and teachers themselves, as well as the general public, have confidence in the system. Um, Minister, when you talk about confidence in the system and the perception of conflict of interest or perception of bias, um, let me put this back on you because, of course, you know the allegation is, well, this new system just sets it up in the reverse. It puts all the power ultimately in your lap. You choose this commissioner, they serve at your pleasure, and you make the final decision. You can overrule what this commissioner says anyway. So basically, you're the final voice in terms of discipline over teachers. That, um, you know, that really is, um, I would have to say, Shay, this would be the worst power grab ever because it really does not give me any additional powers as the Minister of Education. So you don't have final say? You can't overrule the Commissioner's decision? Um, that that um, ability exists right now with um, the processes that are in place right now. The, um, the Minister of Education has the final say, but it goes through the process um, of when the commissioner, through an open competition, will be uh, chosen, and then he will also have, he or she will have a commission office with independent investigators. This commissioner will be able to take a complaint, regardless of where it comes from, and it can come from a teacher, it can come from a student, it can come from a parent, it can come from um, a principal or a superintendent, and they can follow that complaint all the way through. And there is no, as I said earlier, perceived bias because they are not the union in charge of also um, publicly advocating uh, for their, their, their members. The, when we look at a commissioner role, 
again, it's a very arm's length, but at the end of the day, those decisions do go to the minister, um, as they have in the past, and the minister will, again, uh, be able to, to decide on those those. Findings. Bill was tabled at the end of the month, right before uh, the session ended. What's your timeline on this? What are you hoping uh, in terms of when this new legislation may be in force? Well, I, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully the, the bill passing um, here in the next little while. Uh, we, of course, have a number of debate uh, sessions that it has to go through. And then once it passes, I anticipate that uh, we will be implementing this starting January of 2023. There's many uh, procedural um, and procedures and regulations that we have to put in force. But uh, we also want to make sure that uh, due process is carried out for those um, cases that are already ongoing. So there will have to be a transitional period as well. All of that is being factored in. Uh, Minister, I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Shay. Thank you so much. You bet. That is Adriana Lagrange, who is the Education Minister for the Alberta government.